And now, from the Save on Foods Wines of British Columbia studios, it's BC Food and Wine Radio and the Penticton Grape Escape. On location at Time Winery and Kitchen. Now, here's Anthony Gismondi. Hello, British Columbia, and our province-wide road trip to BC Wine Country continues. It's our Penticton Naramata Grape Escape, and we're on location at Time Winery and Kitchen in downtown Penticton. Our guest is the very familiar Krista Lee McWaters, General Manager, Time Family of Wines. Krista Lee, great to see you. Always nice to see you, Tony. Fun, Welcome back. Fun to be back uh, in downtown Penticton. Maybe for people who don't know, uh, you have an urban winery. We do, so we're a little different winery concept. We do not have the beautiful vineyard lake views that some other wineries do, yeah. and we're located right downtown. So what we did is purchase an old movie theater that was originally built in 1955, and we converted it into our winery. So, yeah. And we do all of our processing right here. So the only thing we don't do on site is grow it. Mm-hmm. So uh, people can just park on the street or walk in from wherever they are in town. Exactly. What's really nice and what we find a lot is people are out touring the wineries, different regions through the day. They might come back to their hotel, park their car, and then walk over from the hotel and yeah. enjoy dinner and a tasting, maybe a saber school experience. Well, uh, and of course, we're heading towards uh, uh, BC Day in a, another week or so, but uh, you have now a, a, also a new addition outside, I noticed. We do. We've just enhanced our patio outside, so we now have seating for f- uh, 50 people outside as well. So, yeah. yeah. Looks great out there. Thank you. Uh, really nice. Really well done. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's I think winery people do a lot of different things. <laughs> so I was thinking, you know, I was thinking about the, the last couple of years with COVID. You know, everybody said, "Well, we're faced with all these changes," but you you have changes all the time in a winery life. We really do, and you know, and after being in the industry as long as I have, we've seen a lot of changes. So yeah. change is really just normal for us. Standard. Here, so yeah, exactly. You manage it well. I'd be I'd be worried if there wasn't. Yeah. Right? Well, many of our listeners know uh, about uh, District Wine Village now. You you're there. Yes, Tell we're very excited. That. Yeah, so we opened a second winery location this past winter down at the District Wine Village in Oliver, where we have Time Family of Wine. So we represent all four of our brands there, mm. a small selection of them. So we have 12 different products that are available there. Or you can visit us here in downtown Penticton and have our full portfolio. Yeah. So is it a different crowd or just a, it's a different reach for you to be down south? It is a different crowd for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, you know, so far a slightly younger demographic is what we're seeing down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people that are new to wine that, you know, aren't maybe quite sure what it's all about so it gives them one location to sample a few but what's really exciting is we're seeing that people come to the village they'll maybe sample a couple of the wineries and then they'll feel comfortable to go out and explore the okanagan Mm -hmm. okay let's talk about the restaurant another change another change we have a new executive chef here at time family wines uh damian cole has joined us for this season that's fantastic. So uh, how would you describe the restaurant to people if they say, well, what's going on at, at, at time? And- well, there's, was all, as you say, there's always lots of change. So uh, we've changed up our menu here, focused on, as always, local produce as much as possible and our local farmers. All of our items are meant to be served you know, with wine, mm-hmm. but we also have a great cocktail program as well that we've just launched. Um, and yeah, it's all about fresh local ingredients. 
Crystalia McWaters. She's the general manager of uh, Time Family of Wines. Uh, we're talking about uh, their downtown location. Uh, you have a lot of other events planned here, too, for people. Tell us a bit about some of those things that are available. We do. We have a number of different guest experiences, uh, tasting opportunities. So one of our most popular is our Saber School, where we teach people how to saber sparkling wine. Really? So, without yes, killing themselves? Without killing themselves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> safety precautions are taken, yeah. safety goggles. We also have a uh, seminar that's time to get cheesy. And so it's four different wines paired with either four different styles of cheeses or depending on the time of year we really work with our culinary team through the fall it's uh four different types of grilled cheese so a little more of that comfort food yeah um, we also have time for school that's a little more in-depth wine education with our state sommelier so yeah lots of different tasting all opportunities about time. all about time yeah you can never have too much time no you can't <laughs> you can't uh, and I just want an update on the theater because it's a fa- it fascinates me that you you kept a theater. Uh, I don't think it's finished yet or refurbished. But w- what are the plans for that? Yeah, our plans. So uh, things change, as we always say, right? Yeah. But it is our plan. So uh, yes, we purchased the old movie theater, and we have one theater that has not been renovated at this point. But our plans are to convert it into an exciting new tasting opportunity as well. So yeah. most Maybe, likely, and focus. run some movies or something. Yeah. In it? That's our plan, exactly, yeah. and focus on sparkling wine. That would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, you're doing a great job. I know you're not going to go away. Uh, we're going to be joined by winemaker Lindsay Schatz. We're going to talk about your uh, exciting lineup of wines and, uh, for you listeners, uh, more about the Time Family of Wines. We're coming to you from the winery in downtown Penticton. Our show is available weekly on the radio or on demand across all the major podcast platforms, including Google iHeart and Apple. This is BC Food and Wine Radio. I'm Anthony Gismondi. We'll be right back. There's lots more still ahead. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. You make no excuses. You live life without blame. You know how to enjoy every single sip. For you, Cigar Box Pinot Noir. Crafted especially for those seeking the pleasures of life. Bold wine for bold living. Cigar Box Pinot Noir. Dare to find it at a BC liquor store near you. Penticton, the hub of the South Okanagan. A place to slow down, take your time, and enjoy perfect patio weather and a world-class wine and culinary scene. With 80 wineries within a 20-minute drive, along with distilleries and cideries, eight craft breweries, and a fantastic variety of locally sourced restaurants, Penticton is the perfect destination for your relaxing summer getaway. For details on wineries, tours, tasting room, and restaurant hours before you go, and for more trip inspiration, head to visitpenticton.com. Summer in the Okanagan. Great food, fine wine, fabulous views. You can have it all at Mount Boucherie Estate Winery and the Modest Butcher Restaurant in West Kelowna. Enjoy the stunning vistas while wine tasting outside on the patio. Or step inside the Modest Butcher for some delicious new summer dishes from the menu. Online tasting bookings and table reservations are recommended due to limited seating. Just go to mtboucherie and modestbutcher.com. 
Lively, delicious, and totally alcohol-free. Introducing Piquet Zero from Benjamin Bridge, a creative and unprecedented wine-style beverage. Discover the unique deliciousness of this new sensory experience. Golden sapphire in color with a blonde hue. The nose features zesty suggestions of key lime, blood orange peel, and lemon preserve with a balancing texture of tart cherries. And best of all, Piquet Zero is absolutely alcohol-free. For details, visit softcrush.ca. From the Save on Foods Wines of British Columbia Studios, it's BC Food and Wine Radio, on location at Time Winery and Kitchen in Penticton. Now, here's Anthony Gismondi. We're back, and hello, British Columbia, from Fort Nelson to Kamloops and all the cities in between listening to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. We are on location at Time Winery in downtown Penticton, and our guests are Krista Lee McWaters. She's the general manager of Time Family of Wines, and we're joined by winemaker Lindsay Schatz. Uh, ladies, welcome to the show. Thank you. Great to have you here. Uh, fun to have some wines in front of us. Uh, let's start with you, Lindsay. Maybe a lot of people don't know about you. Maybe they do, but let's. where did you start making wine? Yeah, I started at Summerhill, actually, in Kelowna, when I was not even legal age to drink yet. <laughs> okay, that's it's a good start. A common theme within our team, yeah, right? the family yeah. wineries. The, the McWaters, there's always licensing issues or right? something with the yeah. McWaters, yeah. yeah. Yeah, obviously, you're of age now. Uh, well, let's start with the uh, uh, the four brands. So, uh, time if you come into the store or into the winery, you see four different tiers or brands. How, how, what's going on here? Maybe we'll start with you, Kristen. With me, sure. Yes, we're excited. So we ha- always had time uh, wines, and um, that is the name of the winery here. And we have a full portfolio of those ones. Uh, Evolved Cellars. Our wines are meant to be uh, fresh, fruit forward, uh, easy drinking. But Lindsay's done a fantastic job making those as well. Very much a um, slightly skewed younger demographic. Mm-hmm. Then we have our new Kronos brand, which we just launched uh, last fall. And uh, beautiful wines there, very distinct uh, to the varietal. And then we have our McWaters collection, which is our premium tier of Kronos. Mm-hmm. Kronos. Kronos. It's all about time here. It is all about all time. These, these Wine words. is all about time and place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not money? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a bit. Yeah. Uh, okay, I don't want to, uh, I, I want to make sure we get the wines in. Let's start with the with the rosé. Maybe we can talk a little bit about your philosophy or your style, Lindsay. It would be nice to hear from you what, what you're trying to do, do with wines. Yeah, for sure. So this rosé is grown specifically to be rosé made from Syrah grapes. Which is important, I think, eh? to start from the beginning, not in the winery. Yeah, I work really closely with all of our growers and have really great relationships with them. Mm -hmm. And I think that bringing in quality fruit is going to end in quality wine. Yeah. And so from beginning to end, especially with this vineyard and these grapes, this is from a long-time grower that's had a really good relationship with the winery for quite a long time and takes a lot of pride in his grapes. So this year with this wine, I pulled it back just a little bit more color-wise. Yeah. And um, I think that because it's made from Syrah, it's already going to push that color really, really, really hard. So um, spent no time at all on skins in the press, just went straight into the press and pressed straight out. 
It's a fantastic color. Uh, I think it's absolutely perfect and inviting. Uh, so grown for rosé, so what does that mean? Is you pick early, later? I mean, we talked a bit about the skins, but what else happens when, yeah, when so, you grow for rosé? So we're taking all of the shoulders off of all of the bunches. Okay. And um, it's a pretty time-consuming thing for the vineyard to do, but they do that for this uh, parcel of fruit. All right, let's taste it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hard on the radio to taste, but all the... Mm. Yeah, it's really lovely fruit. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about the pepper. The normally you get some pepper in Syrah. Do you like that in the rosé? Mm-hmm. But the acidity is fantastic, isn't it? Nicely balanced. Yeah. yeah. For it's me, the job. color and the acidity—that's it. Like w- once I get those two, I'm 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 happy with the wine. Yeah. <laughs> really delicious. And under screw cap, we don't talk about that anymore. But it <laughs> it counts for a lot, I think, uh, in the end to capture all that. Way to go. I love that. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you have a new vineyard, too. Uh, what? Uh, who's going to talk about we that? We do. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, yeah sure. we both can kind of. So we <laughs> yeah. um, bought it last year, and it was our first time last harvest bringing in the fruit off of it. So mm-hmm. it's quite young still. It's in a Soyuz? Yep. It's in a Soyuz just before you reach the actual town of a Soyuz right on the highway. And uh, pretty young. It used to be an orchard turned into a vineyard, which is a pretty classic thing to happen in the Okanagan. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's three years old this year, so we did have some fruit off of it last year, but it's got a little bit of ways to go in maturing, but what we pulled off of it, we're pretty happy with so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're exciting. We're growing Merlot, <coughs> Syrah, Petit Verdot, and a little bit of Grenache there. So. Grenache. Yeah. No, I like the Gonna sound of that. It's going to have some fun, I think. Uh, the yeah. Grenache bunches are bigger than our heads. There's, there's wow. The biggest bunches I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> They're huge. <laughs> okay. So are we going to have like a Syrah Grenache or a Grenache Syrah blend or well, something we'll rony? We'll see as, uh, as the vineyard develops. For yeah. Sure. Oh, I yeah. think that's exciting. Me too. We've seen a lot of uh, good things with people sort of pursuing their own uh, direction with wine down south. So we sure it'll be have. Kind of fun. Exactly. And they're great food wines too. Absolutely. Do you do you do much with food, Lindsay? Because you have a restaurant here. Do they haul you in and talk about wine and food? Yeah, yeah. From time to time, the chefs and I will sit down and talk about pairings and what works best and. Mm. Our guests are Crystalie McWater. She's the general manager of Time Family Wines and winemaker Lindsay Schatz. We're going to talk about sparkling wine. There's a long tradition of sparkling wine in the McWaters family. I think uh, it flows through <coughs> our veins, actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I always remember your father telling me he was going to make a champagne-like wine. I thought he was nuts. Yeah. <laughs> well, then I thought he was nuts going down south, but uh, he was a, a man, of of, man of vision. Yeah. Uh, so what, what is the program here? Is it, a, is it connected, or how does it work with all the, all the brands, the sparkling wine yeah so all of the brands carry a sparkling wine with them and it's one of my favorite wines to make and drink and crystalies as well so Um, how do they separate or are they different to each of the different brands yeah so our brands kind of cater to different styles of drinkers so maybe some more sophisticated ones or more entry-level drinkers Mm -hmm. can kind of capture everybody within it and we also make charmette and traditional alongside those yeah okay and so today we're going to taste the chronos brute yes okay uh by the way that's such a sensational label oh thank you it's yes. really uh first class thank okay you. tell us about this wine Lindsay. yep so this is a blend of pinot noir and chardonnay and it is left on lee's post ferment uh, before blending for a couple of months just to get a little bit more 
texture in the, those base wines mm-hmm. and then blended together. It is done in a Charmat method, but left on lees uh, in the Charmat tank for four to six months. We're just tasting it until we kind of get some more of those yeast autolysis, those bready kind of characters inside yeah. of it. So a bit of um, mixing as well, uh, kind of peters off towards the end with the mixing. And then we um, finish it. Uh, if it needs some dosage, then we'll put it in. Every year is just a little bit different, but we like to try to stay on the drier side. Okay, Charmat and dosage, just for people who don't <laughs> know. So the Charmat method is, uh, is a tank method. Yes. So the you inject the wine with... with uh, Carbonation, or you carbonate the wine, or um, how, how do you do it? Actually, the ferment happens inside of the tank. So oh. with traditional, the ferment happens inside of the bottle. This is just same sort of style, but on a larger scale inside the tank. And then the bottles are counter-pressure filled to uh, complete it, to get it into the bottle, yeah. Okay. My bad. I just love the nose, though. The, Isn't it the, nice? The, uh, the sort of little brioche or bread mm-hmm. dough thing just love yeah. it creates a complexity in a wine that has lovely fruit, but it changes the character right it's, away. Exactly. I think to Lindsay's point in that we have so many sparkling wines, we make six different sparkling wines currently, but they are all such a different style. Our evolved cellars, we have three different sparklings. They're Charmat as well, but they we don't keep it on the yeast, so basically bottled as soon as secondary fermentation occurs because we want to keep that really light, lively fruit forwardness. Whereas the Kronos, you start to get almost some of those characteristics of more traditional because it's got, you're right, a little brioche to it. And then, of course, our our newest release is our McWaters collection, which is our traditional sure. sparkling. It's been <coughs> aged uh, entourage for 42 months before disgorging, and it's got all that yeasty, bread doughy, beautiful things that we love about sparkling. Mm. So, This wine is really lovely. <laughs> like, it's so elegant. That's what I like about it. Yeah. The bubbles are they're quite refined. People might not expect it for that, but uh, it's the perfect, you know, the mix of the, the flavor, the complexity of the flavor, the bubble, which kind of lifts that flavor and the elegance of the wine. It's uh, This is a shocking wine, actually, for people. I think people living in other countries would be shocked at the quality level of this wine, which isn't all that expensive in the world of sparkling wine. Exactly. I think. I don't know. How much is it? It's not this that is much. It's $34.99 yeah. here at the winery. Way to go. Really well done. Thank you. Wow. Our guest is Krista Lee McWater. She's the general manager, Time Family of Wines. And winemaker Lindsay Schatz has been talking about uh, her Cronus Sparkling Wine, which is uh, really delicious. Uh, maybe we'll mention the wine club here. Absolutely. Because uh, I don't know how people buy wine anymore. There's so many choices. <laughs> what What is the options and why would you join the wine club now? Or what? what how does that work into people's buying habits. Yeah, so we have a couple of different wine clubs, um, but uh, the curated one is where you get a shipment twice a year, but we have some wines that are made specifically for wine club members that we're excited that we'll be launching this fall that Lindsay's just finishing blending now, so mm. Definitely a reason to join the club right there. Yeah. But you also receive 15% off of all of your purchases. You visit us here at the winery. You get 10% off in the restaurant as well. And a special sit-down tasting up in one of our uh, private tasting suites as well. With time for school? Is time that... for school, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so uh, uh, that does that keep you in touch with your your clientele too it feedback does. marketing sort of info and absolutely they become part of our family right? it's yeah. time family of wines and and really that's the relationship that we have with a lot of them is they they are they are family yeah 
Well, you guys are knocking it out of the park here. I think uh, uh, maybe having fun, Lindsay? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, am I wrong? It's almost all women here, the entire operation, we, No, you're not wrong at all. Um, more than 80% of our team are female. Yeah. Yeah, which That's is fantastic. kind of unusual in the wine world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Time Family of Wines, and right downtown, so people can just walk in uh, if you're staying in a hotel or whatever. You're blocks from everything, basically, including the beaches. Absolutely. It's a great location, beautiful patio, and wonderful wines now. Uh, well, keep it up, Lindsay. We love what you're doing. Thank and you, uh, yes. push forward. Push this woman here because she she's pushable. <laughs> <laughs> she's changeable. <laughs> whatever yeah. you need, she should get that for you. Uh, well, thanks so much for joining us today. Oh, thanks, Tony. Yeah. Yes, thank you for having us. Wonderful tasting. Uh, that was Krista Lee McWaters, General Manager, Time Family Wines, and winemaker Lindsay Schatz. We're coming to you from Time Winery in downtown Penticton. Up next, find out just how many British Columbia VQA wines are available at Save on Foods with Director of Wines Steve Moriarty. I'm Anthony Gismondi, and this is BC Food and Wine Radio. There's more to come. This is BC Food and Wine Radio with Anthony Gismondi. BC VQA Wine, a reflection of our land and the exceptional folks that craft every bottle. Save on Foods is proud to offer the world's largest selection of BC VQA wines all in one place, plus an extensive collection of BC's most popular ciders. And with their Everyday Customer Discount Program, you'll get 10% off any four bottles, or select 12 bottles and save an additional $12. Wines of British Columbia at Save on Foods. Find your nearest store at saveonfoods.com. Take a break from the hustle and bustle of the big city and relax in the beautiful and peaceful South Okanagan. Enjoy fantastic wine and culinary offerings throughout the region, including 180 of BC's finest wineries, from Summerland's Bottleneck Drive to the Naramata Bench to Okanagan Falls and Skaha Lakes Heart of Wine Country, down to Oliver Osuyus Wine Country. For community information, wine regions, and more trip inspiration, visit SouthOkanagan.com. It's time to create new memories in the South Okanagan you remember. The most exciting club in the Okanagan is Summerhills Organic Wine Club. When you become a member, you'll receive 24 bottles per year of sommelier-curated organic wines. Enjoy preferred pricing and free delivery. Plus, members earn double gratitude points, which gives 20% of each order back in your pocket. Get insider information on Summerhill's new releases and special events. Enjoy the flavors of Summerhill. Join the Organic Wine Club at summerhill.bc.ca. Sun, water, soil. Organically farmed and made in collaboration with Mother Nature, Liber's terroir-focused small lot wines capture the essence of the Okanagan and Similkameen Valleys. Join the wine club to receive delivery of award-winning wines, new releases in spring and fall, early access to library wines, complimentary tastings, and more. Liber Farm and Winery looks forward to hosting you in their spacious covered wine garden in Asuyas. Discover more at liberfarm.com. Simply great wines. From our Save on Foods Wines of British Columbia studios, it's BC Food and Wine Radio. Now, back to Time Winery and Kitchen and the Penticton Grape Escape. Here's Anthony Gismondi. Hello, British Columbia. We're back on the road, and we're on location at Time Winery in downtown Penticton. Our next guest uh, is very familiar uh, with this location, Steve Moriarty is the director of wines at Save On Foods. Steve, fantastic to see you in uh, person. It's been a while. 
Thank you very much, Tony. It has been far too long for us to, to get together in person, especially here at uh, Time Winery, which is a, it's an emotional event for me to come back to. Uh, you know, our, our favorite partner in the wine industry has always been, goes, this is legacy time for us with going back to Harry and here we are today, uh, with Crystal Lee and this is a fantastic winery. Yeah. We just went through some sparkling wines. We were talking about Harry and all the things that he started and, and, uh, we, we thought he was crazy and uh, they all worked out. And now there's this beautiful winery here right in the downtown. Well, you know, he was my coach and mentor for when we first started in the business, and I learned an awful lot, and I'm indebted to uh, his family for a long time. Ah, fantastic. Uh, well, let's start with good news at Save on Foods, the in-person tastings. Are they back? Yes, finally. You know, <laughs> it's been, been over two years now, and and uh, we just started a couple weeks ago, and the consumers have reacted fantastic. I mean, we get to... There's been so many new wines that have come out in the last two and a half years. Now yeah. finally we get to share them with our with our customers, and they're just they're just thrilled with that opportunity. Yeah, uh, and you guys are big information collectors, so I guess it's kind of fun to have this this interaction with your customer uh, right right in the store. Uh, you know, it, it it's it's part of our analytics, part of our DNA. You know, we get to we get to listen to customers and. And some of the things that, you know, trends or, or cultural kind of influences that we see come along is it's all, all done by customers. And yeah. it's great to hear from them again. Oh, just a great time again. That's so good. Uh, I, let's talk about that because I'm wondering about how, uh, how you roll out new releases or listings. Like if I'm a regular, how do I know what's in the store? I mean, I know I can go to the website, but what, how does that work for you? Well, in our stores, uh, you know, we have a, we have a process about how we list new new items and, and new wines as they come to us, and new wineries as too, as well. And like mm-hmm. we all get excited about, new, we're just like kids at Christmas time. And um, the, in our stores, uh, we share all of those new wines with our team in our stores, and they all get to taste them firsthand. They we call it homework, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a fun part of working for us. And for them, now they get to share that with the consumers in the department. Right we'll, on. We'll share that. Uh, well, we're on Main Street here at Time Winery. You have a store not far from here at, uh, I think it's 2111 Main Street down the road uh, in Penticton. Uh, t- I-, I feel like this should be the store. What, what is special about the Penticton store here in wine country? Well, you know, I, I have roots in, in this in this town. I was born and raised in Penticton. And the store that we have here is is unique in the fact that we still have a lot of the people working in our department who was there when we opened it just a little over five years ago. Okay. In fact, you know, we've only been open for five years, and I was talking with the team this week. We have more than 16 years of, uh, you know, combined service already from the team there, and uh, that just shows, you know, their interest and their dedication to selling BC wines. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are 21 stores around the province. That's quite an achievement. Uh, and so, has it has it been what you thought it would be at the start when you said, "Okay, we're going to get into this business"? Uh, there's a couple things I know that you've done. One was it was all BC. That's uh, quite something that you've you've been you've managed to stick to that. Absolutely. You know, that's 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 who we are. You know, we're we're a local company. We've been in business now for 105 years. We're local. We see local. We eat local. We be local. Yeah. And uh, that's that's where we're going to be. And I, I don't see that. I'd, the obvious question is, why would we sell anything else? Yeah. Okay. 
We'll, we'll stick with that. Speaking of selling, let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the wines. You, uh, you told me something interesting about uh, what are some of the favorite wines that, that people are buying at Savon? Well, you know, <clears throat> just use this store as an example. Uh, our go-to wine year, this is about the third year running. We have a, it's called PGV, which uh, it's is a Pinot Gris Viognier. Uh, it's made by our our friends at Hester Creek. Uh-huh. Um, just an outstanding white wine, blended, of course. Um, you'd think of a Pinot Gris and a Viognier. Most people would kind of maybe wrinkle their nose a little bit when they first think about that. Mm-hmm. But it's our runaway bestseller, in, especially in Penticton. And uh, we see it uh, in most of our stores as our bestseller now. Mm. And in the red wine department? Well, red wines are... You know, last fall we saw another dynamic shift with more people coming back to red wines, and that really opened our eyes because we we kind of it kind of I, I would say it slowed down a bit there for a while, and uh, of course our Road 13 Cab Merlot still our go-to wine for everybody. However, there's a new kid on the block, and uh, it's called uh, we call it CVO Ultra. It's made by Shaberton Winery, of course, in the Lower Mainland. Mm. And yet, it's gaining more and more traction in in the Okanagan. Of course, the grapes come from the Okanagan. That's the best place in the world to get grapes. I sure. think. Yeah. Uh, hey, our guest is Steve Moriarty, director of wines at Savon Foods, uh, and we're just kind of catching up uh, post COVID on many many different issues. Of course, uh, it's a great place to shop. Uh, you 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 have? Did you expand a bit? I know you have the discount, but I heard there was a extra couple of dollars or something on case buys or? absolutely you know we, we we take pride in the fact is to we have our own everyday wine club just come to our store we'll give you you buy four bottles of wine from us doesn't matter mix or match we'll give you 10 percent off and if you buy a case of wine we'll take another 12 dollars off so you can combine those two together with any um, sales that happen to be on uh, at, at that particular time mm-hmm. in addition to that we'll give you more reward points as well <laughs> That's got to be the best deal in the province on wine. Well, I think it is. Um, it's no, no, I, I know it is. When you you get that money taken off there, it's, it makes a big difference. It can it can change the price of wine by three or four dollars. I think absolutely. Yeah, really interesting. Uh, well, what else? What, what's in the future at, at Savon? What are you looking at, and what are, what are you buying? Who are you visiting? Tell us. Well, you know, it's, it's it's so great to get back out in the industry and touch base with all of our partners, and that's what. You know, we have 180, I think it's 186 local wineries now wow. that we deal with. And to get to, to talk to them face-to-face, to listen to their emotion and passion about their business mm-hmm. so that we can take that back to our consumers and, and share that with them as well. So that's really what our focus is right now. And and quite candidly, the, the, the shift in the dynamics about uh, this year's vintage is a little bit different than last year's. And we're yep. starting to see we're starting to see the consumer reaction to that in... And it's really interesting that we, our consumers are evolving with the industry. And yeah. they, expect, they expect more from BC Wines, and I think BC Wines are giving them more. Okay. Uh, well, we're only a, a, just over a week away from BC Day. But is there a focus in the store at the moment? Or Last time we talked, you were always talking about rosé and uh, sparkling wine. But what, what, what are you thinking about over BC Day? Well, you know... Running into BC Day, this uh, is going to be very popular with rosés. We, we 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 take that to heart. We love the rosé business. Uh, you know, just a winery just down the road from here, actually. Um, See you later, Ranch. Their Nelly, the rosé, yeah. will be another runaway favorite this this holiday weekend. Wow. It, it for. It's always a good standby. It's always a good go-to wine, and and we'll see see a lot of that. And of course, the 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 blooming or the 
I would say, the emerging cider business with us as well. Cider? Really? Absolutely. You know, uh, cider wasn't really high on our priority list when we first started. No. Um, but over the last couple of years uh, with, you know, some, some coaching from us, I would say, some advice is, is that most of the uh, industry now has gone to 100% BC fruit. Mm-hmm. And that makes a difference to us. Yeah. If, if And we'll support that, uh, especially the smaller cideries. We, we love to support them. You know, we all have our favorites and there's so many of them now. And especially all of these great flavors. Um, peach is the number one runaway flavor right now. But it's wow. really hot this summer in the grocery store. Peach pie, peach flavoring, peach peach everything is seems to be that seems to be the industry yeah. favorite right now. So cider coming on. Uh, that's that's great news. And all BC is really nice too. I think that's that's coming as we see across the province. But that that's best. I see. You know, we're we're trying to keep up. Uh, so many young, small, uh, emerging cideries are coming to us and asking us to help them. Yep. We need to build bigger stores. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm okay with that. Uh, all right. One one last thing. Uh, People, special events coming up, even the holiday. You want to have a special bottle of wine. You also have a section for that, which is pretty cool. It kind of doesn't really hide away, but tell us just a little bit about the the higher-end section at uh, Save on Foods. Oh, that's my favorite shopping zone, right? That, we call that the legacy case. You know, we have we have wine in there that are, that, that literally from, uh, I think we've got some vintages that go back to 2011. Yeah, and uh, great. And we've got, some, we've got some wines in there that, I'd like to say which ones we do and don't have, but some of our stores, they last longer than other stores. Yeah. So some of them have got that special 2015 um, cab that's just sitting there waiting for somebody to come along and grab that in our yeah. legacy case. And as well as we have uh, all the new ones and the most up-to-date uh, premium wines that we can we can get in the BC market. And we're proud of the fact that that you can buy a BC wine in our store that will compare with with, I'd like to think, anyway, I'm, a lot of people might disagree with me, but most wines in the world. Oh, yeah, they do. You taste them blind. Uh, yeah, I love that section, by the way, folks. I'm a 13, 16, 20 guy, so those vintages to me, if you can find 13 or 16 BC Reds, they're they're perfect right now. Steve, thanks so much for uh, joining us today in Penticton, your old hometown. Uh, I know we're going to see more of you in the coming days, but it's always great to catch up and talk about what's happening at Save on Foods. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. I look forward to the next event. Right on. We're coming to you from Time Winery Kitchen in Penticton. Up next, uh, we're going to talk about a new uh, country store in Naramata. Uh, you won't want to miss this. The Naramata General Store has been completely refurbished, and we've got the story next on BC Food and Wine Radio. I'm Anthony Gismondi. We'll be right back. There's lots more still ahead. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. The flavors of the region come alive at 15 Park Bistro at Watermark Beach Resort in Asuyas. Enjoy lakeside dining inside or outside on the patio. Chef Nick Atkins and his team are ready to offer up top-notch, seasonal, and locally inspired menus to complement the unmatched views of beautiful Lake Asuyas. For an unforgettable dining experience, 15 Park Bistro is the lakeside place to be. Now open for breakfast Saturday and Sunday mornings at 8. To find out more, visit 15parkbistro.com. You make no excuses. You live life without blame. You know how to enjoy every single sip. For you, Cigar Box Pinot Noir. Crafted especially for those seeking the pleasures of life. Bold wine for bold living. 
Cigar Box Pinot Noir. Dare to find it at a BC liquor store near you. Your wine collection is your pride and joy. Years of searching and selecting has merited you an enviable list, but it's time to find a new home for some or all of your wine. As the only auction in Canada dedicated to fine wines and spirits, Iron Gate Auctions offers collectors a safe, inexpensive way to liquidate their collections online. They are experts in the field with the knowledge and acumen to maximize the return on your assets. To find out more, visit irongateauctions.com. Claude de Soleil Winery knows that the best wines keep it simple. It's all about the grapes and the place where they are grown. Minimal handling, minimal intervention, maximum beauty in the bottle. Nestled in a sunny stony corner of BC's Similkameen Valley, Clos de Soleil produces wines that blend the best of Bordeaux varieties with their unique terroir. The result? Wines that are elegant and effortlessly special. Tastings by appointment or buy online at clodesoleil.ca. Free shipping to BC and Alberta on orders of six or more bottles. From our Save on Foods Wines of British Columbia studios, it's BC Food and Wine Radio. Now, back to Time, Winery, and Kitchen and the Penticton Grape Escape. Here's Anthony Gismondi. Hello, British Columbia. Shout out to those of you listening on Bounce Radio stations from Asoyas to Golden, B.C. on the B.C. Food and Wine Radio Network. We're on location today at uh, Time Winery in downtown Penticton. And our next uh, two guests are uh, very interesting folks. Cynthia Enns, she's a partner at Naramata General Store and a co-owner of One Mill Road in Naramata. And Jeffrey Moss is a uh, wine consultant, has his own business called Ethica Wine Marketing, and does some uh, wine tasting for me at Gizmondi on Wine. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Great to have you guys here. There's a big new story in Naramata. Well, not so new to the locals, but I think to people around B.C., uh, you, you bought the corner store, so to speak. Yes, and the corner store is the center of the village of Naramata. So yeah. now I know the, a whole bunch of things about the community I didn't know You didn't before. know, yeah. <laughs> uh, especially owning a general store. Like, is that the key word, general? It's very general. It is probably the most complicated little business because, yeah. you know, previous our background was wineries, and yeah. you made one product and sold one product. Now yeah. at the store... We have everything. Yes, we yeah. have wine, but there's Canada Post, there's Lotto. We even sell dog licenses. Dog licenses, <laughs> toothpicks, I don't yeah. know what, a general store. Well, what, why did you do that? Why, why did you buy this store? Well, we've been in Naramata area for about 20 years, and shortly after um, we had made a transition out of Laughingstock Vineyards, um, David, my husband, and some other uh, partners in the area had decided that they wanted to take on kind of resurrecting the village core in that mm-hmm. whole property, which around what is now the Naramata Wine Vault. Right. It used to be a packing house. And yeah. so when that all kind of got shut down and, and uh, put to bed about 10 years plus ago, it's been an empty parking lot. And the only business that is on that block is the Naramata store. Right. And so we were keen to include it in however that village is going to evolve. And we also saw it as a real gem. I mean, it's got a liquor license, which is hard to get in this province. It's in the middle of wine country. So that was the part we were comfortable with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've learned a lot about other things uh, along the way as well. But um, we we have some plans for the store, some short-term and long-term, and we'll just see how it plays out. What what is the history of that store? How how far back does it go? It's interesting because I did dig in trying to figure that out. So we believe the building was built in the 40s, which is... uh, 
a long time ago, and that, yeah. and when you move things around the store, you find things that you had no idea were there. So, um, but the, the any old residents or <laughs> we're hoping not. <laughs> Uh, but the previous owner, yeah. Brian Selwood, he ran the store for 20 years. So okay. he's been really involved with the store for a long time. Right on. Uh, well, I think it's a great story. And I think, uh, yeah, of course, Ned Bell's around the corner at, at the hotel. So things are happening there. Uh, and just the general lift from the wine community, I guess, has been big in Naramata now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a real, as I said, is like the center and the core of the village. It's a real community gathering spot. And if you stand, I say if you stand in, the, in there long enough, you see half the village walk through. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Jeffrey Moss is with us, uh, MW. You've done some work there, Jeff. Uh, uh, Cynthia, you said you have a license. So you are selling wine in that store. Yeah, we've always had a little bit of wine kind of tucked away here and there. We've recently changed that because our partners on the store is Mike Bernardo and his wife, Carol Morden. And Mike's a sommelier from Vancouver that's got lots of wine knowledge. So we decided to then take it to the next level is to start a wine club and an online store because being in the center of wine country, we can do so much with that liquor license. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're going to move to the wine club, but you chose to sell international wines too, which I think is not not only brilliant, necessary. Uh, if we're going to be any part of the world wine community, we have to, you know, we have to stand beside them, not over top of them or you know block them out. So I think it's great the store is that. So Jeff, what what was your role in 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 that? Are, are you picking wines or are you running the club or what? That's how right. did you how did you do it? Yeah, so working alongside not only Cynthia but also Mike and then David curating the wines. Right. And so the goal is we have two different clubs. So hopefully people will join both and kind of get the best of both worlds. But we've got a, a BC club. So first shipment's going to focus on Naramata Bench, which obviously makes sense for the general store. Sure. And then also an international club as well. You're a big club guy. <laughs> I, I like clubs. Like, I mean, it's what you, I did my research paper on for yeah. the Master of Wine. What should we know about clubs? or Why should I join a club anyways, any club? What, what's the point? Well, I think part of it is about the community, and that's what we're really trying to foster with the Niramato General Store Wine Club, mm-hmm. is we're going to have a, a Facebook group uh, to really encourage like a dialogue and discussion about the wines, opportunity for people to ask questions for myself, Mike, David, Cynthia. Right. And then also just access to some interesting wines that we discover along the way, too. And it's about what what I'm enjoying, what Mike's enjoying, what David's enjoying. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have a million ideas myself about BC wines and which wine should be served with them or against them or or that. Is that the kind of thing you're looking for on the shelf? Like, like is there going to be a Rhone wine that reminds us of maybe something in BC or how how is it going to work? It's really not about a competition or anything like that. It's no. just about discovering kind of wines that are interesting, have a story behind them, and also just show a sense of place. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, the first shipment for BC is going to be a Naramata focus. Uh, but for the International Club, there's not a theme per se. It's about mm-hmm. a selection of seasonal wines that make sense going into the summer. So we've got a couple of whites, a rosé, and then three reds that kind of range from light and juicy to more barbecue friendly. Yeah. And Cynthia, how many wines are in the store? Like Ooh, it, that's a good it, question. It, we just built some new awesome shells, and uh, I think Mike said, and on the total count, it's room for fifteen hundred bottles. That's not how many you know different right, wines, listings, yeah. but it's definitely an increase over what we've had. Yeah. yeah. So, and and uh, of course, you don't have to join the club to buy wine in the store. Exactly. So we're we're imagining people will come through when they're stocking up their Airbnb or just filling up with their BC favorites before they head home. And yeah. now, uh, when 
we've started with the club, but when we have the online store up, we're imagining people will come and enjoy accessing these wines because they're hard to get um, and not even ever come to Naramata. Yeah. So. And, Jeff, how many uh, are the wineries coming to you now already in terms of trying to get some wines on the list, or how does that work? A little bit, yeah. I, I enjoy people hard selling to me for some reason. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you do? No, oh, my God. You I can think... have my job, like, right now. <laughs> uh, but part of it is, I think from the get-go, we had a set of wines in mind for at least the, the first shipment. So I think we had, like, a clear vision in terms of where we wanted to go. Yeah. And obviously, both Mike and I, especially for VC, are tasting quite broadly. So we have a good idea of, of what's out there, but obviously, we don't know everything. And that's part of what's great about the Wine Club is it's a discovery for us, too, in terms of, like, discovering new wineries that we haven't had the opportunity to taste yet. Mm. Cynthia Enns is a partner at Naramata General Store. Jeffrey Moss, uh, MW and owner of Ethica Wine Marketing, uh, working uh, on the wine club there. Uh, Cynthia, are you going to build a new store? Like, a, like I, I have this Oakville grocery thing in mind. Is that totally, sort of yeah. the kind of thing you're thinking about? Yes. Or? I mean, we went down and actually went down to California to take a look at some ideas. But I actually found one of my dream country stores um, just across in, the line in Washington State last week called really? the, the Mazama Store. Oh. And, you know, so, yes, we do intend on building. Probably we'll do two summers in the current store, learn what we need, and then figure out what we want to, to be when we grow up is, is what we've been saying. Yeah. yeah. I love the store in Sonoma too that mm. uh, that the Gallo Zone, uh, the country store in Sonoma. I don't know if you saw that store. Not yet. In uh, it's out in the country, but it's it's worth having a look at okay. too. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, how will the store change at all, or is there what what will be in the store? Is there food in the store for people? Uh, coffee. We've, what? How does that all work? Right. So we've got quite an elaborate deli program going on, but kind of the insider track item at the store is uh, only on Fridays, and it's called Redneck Tacos. That's what I heard about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it takes a bag of Dorito, throw some chili, sour cream, and lettuce on tops, <laughs> and you walk around, and it's like a walking taco. You walk, eat it with a fork. Anyways, that's wow. not super. Um, that's Sounds like wine Jeff pairing to friendly. Me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I have for most lunches. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But we are trying to figure out how much more wine do we create a tasting experience? How much more food and coffee do we do in the new store? So yeah. we're looking at all those ideas. And w- will that just be right beside or how the new store? Or will you have to close the store? How will you well, do Well, we, we do have some flexibility where to locate it on the block. But currently we mm-hmm. are eyeing the parking lot <laughs> that we're currently beside. So right yes. on. Yeah. Uh, well, we have you here, Cynthia. What about your Pinot Noir? There's been the new releases come out. How's that working for you? Well, we've just started. Uh, this is our third time releasing wine right. under one. Mill Road Vineyard, and it's exclusively Pinot Noir, and it's a much smaller project than we had at Laughingstock Vineyard. So this year is our our biggest production yet at 501 cases. Mm. You have to make 500 cases to be a winery in BC, so I think we're BC's smallest winery. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm happy with the vintage. Uh, 2020 was a you know no forest fire year, and it was a a good growing year. So yeah, I'm I'm happy with these wines coming out. Mm. So people will they be in the store? Actually, just got approved by the government to sell our own wine in our own store. Yes, wow. it will be. <laughs> wow, you had to have approval for that. Yes, you have to get pr- approval to do that. <laughs> <laughs> what a country. We mm-hmm. love it. Uh, well, listen, thanks for stopping by and uh, bringing us up to date on the Naramata General Store. Uh, when is it open? It's open 364 days a year. So, okay. So except Christmas and usually till about 8 or 9 at night. 8 or 9 at night. Mm-hmm. So check it out, folks, if you're in BC wine country, just down at the end of the road on the Naramata bench. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much. Thank you. That was Cynthia Ann's partner, Naramata General Store, Jeffrey Moss, MW and owner of Ethica Wine Marketing. He does some tasting as well uh, for me at gizmondionwine.com.
Up next, Jeffrey uh, sticks around to talk about the benches of Skaha, maybe Penticton and Naramad. I'm Anthony Gismondi. This is BC Food and Wine Radio. There's more to come. This is BC Food and Wine Radio with Anthony Gismondi. Refreshing, relaxing, romantic. Get away to Therapy Vineyards and stay at their modern, comfortable, and spacious boutique inn. Experience your moment of awe from the balcony of your room while taking in the panoramic views of the vineyards and Okanagan Lake. Capture the essence of the grape growing season while luxuriating at your home base for wine tours. Oh, and did we mention award winning wines? Book your relaxing retreat or perfect couples getaway today at therapyvineyards.com. Penticton, the hub of the South Okanagan. A place to slow down, take your time, and enjoy perfect patio weather and a world-class wine and culinary scene. With 80 wineries within a 20-minute drive, along with distilleries and cideries, eight craft breweries, and a fantastic variety of locally sourced restaurants, Penticton is the perfect destination for your relaxing summer getaway. For details on wineries, tours, tasting room, and restaurant hours before you go, and for more trip inspiration, head to visit Penticton.com. You make no excuses. You live life without blame. You know how to enjoy every single sip. For you, Cigar Box Pinot Noir. Crafted especially for those seeking the pleasures of life. Bold wine for bold living. Cigar Box Pinot Noir. Dare to find it at a BC liquor store near you. Today's real estate landscape is fast-paced and complex. Now more than ever, whether you're a buyer or a seller, it's vital to work with a professional real estate company like Remax. Lean into their experience, local market knowledge, and connections. They are your market experts and are excited to help you make your dreams a reality. The right agents for today's market are at Remax, with offices in Summerland, Penticton, and Asuyus. Call or visit them at YourSouthOkanaganHome.com. From the Save on Foods Wines of British Columbia studios, it's BC Food and Wine Radio. On location at Time Winery and Kitchen in Penticton. Now, here's Anthony Gismondi. Hello and welcome back uh, to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. We're coming to you live from uh, Time Family Wines in downtown Penticton today. It's our uh, Penticton Grape Escape. And uh, we thought we'd close out the show with a Penticton resident and uh, the latest master of wine, Jeffrey Moss. Uh, Jeff, how are you? I'm great. Thanks again for having me. Uh, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. I know we talked earlier about the Naramata General Store, but I wanted to talk a bit more before we left the scene here about the Naramata. I call it Penticton, but you're, I think you'll correct me, and Skaha Benches. Let's just talk a little bit about the site itself. It's, it's kind of central Okanagan. Would you say, or yeah, kind of on the Mid. east side of Penticton, yep. you have Naramata Bench a little bit to the north, yep. Skaha Bench to the south. One easy way to think about it is Naramata Bench overlooks Okanagan Lake, Skaha Bench overlooks Skaha Lake. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Thank you. What about the differences in the two benches? Are there very many differences in terms of the the creation or the soil or? There's probably more similarities than differences. I mean, when you think of the soil, I mean, a lot of similarities there. So mm-hmm. 
historically, if we think tens of thousands of years ago, you had glacial lake Penticton. So you didn't have two lakes here. You didn't have Penticton squashed in the middle. You had glacial lake Penticton. Yeah. And so if we think of Naramata Road, which kind of cuts through Naramata Bench, yep. on the left side towards the lake, you have what would have been the lake bottom historically. So a lot of kind of sand and silt soils there. Above that road, more glacial till, more gravelly, stony. Yeah. And that kind of is true on Skaha Bench as well. So similarities in the soils, similar aspect as well. I mean, we're talking mm-hmm. about west-facing vineyards that bask in afternoon sunlight, get that warmth. Um, so a lot of similarities. Where are some differences? You get a lot of wind on Skaha Bench, which is probably a little bit different from Naramata Bench, and that yeah. impacts the soils a yeah. little bit there. And, of course, for, for our listeners, for people just starting out, the differences in soil mean different grapes, perhaps, or different wines. How, how, would, you, what, what, how would you describe the grapes of, of this area? Or, think, or what we think they're going to be, perhaps, are the best ones. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people would argue the signature grapes for the Naramata Bench would be Pinot Noir, Chardonnay, uh, Merlot. Uh, Skaha Bench, I would say it's less clear what those signature grapes look like just because it's so different winery to winery. A little bit more focus on Bordeaux varieties, late ripening reds like Merlot, Cabernet Sauvignon. Yeah. Pretty good Syrah at Painted Rock. Very good Syrah at Painted Rock. I mean, Blasted Church on Skaha Bench is also doing some really exciting things. Yeah. Great performer at the National Wine Awards. Yeah. And what about on the Naramata side? What kind of wineries? I mean, you know, there's a lot of old names there. Who are you looking at at the moment that are surprising you or doing, you know, doing something very interesting? Well, there's a couple that come to mind. One is Daydreamer. I mean, Marcus Ansem's Master of Wine. Not new to the industry by any means, but I feel like he continues to fly a little bit under the radar. He's got a beautiful little quaint tasting room there. The wines are exceptional. Mm -hmm. And another one would be Fox and Archer. So kind of a new up-and-coming producer making wine literally in a garage, but making some really exciting wines from entirely fruit grown on the Naramata bench. And that was also a winery I discovered at the National Wine Awards, tasting this Malbec that just kind of jumped out. And then when I looked back at the end to figure out what was that wine, it was Fox and Archer. And Fox and Archer, where are they? I'm not even sure. I think they're in, the in a garage. <laughs> they're in, <laughs> in a garage. I haven't had the chance to visit, just tried the wines. Yeah. And, and the Pinot and, and the Malbec both are really exceptional. Yeah. So as time goes on, how do you see how do you see the, the growth in Naramata? What, what do you think will happen in, in, in future years? Well, I mean, it's hard because you have a lot of wineries on the Naramata bench, mm-hmm. a lot of very small wineries who are sourcing fruit realistically from outside of the Naramata bench mm-hmm. uh, because they have to. There's just not a lot of acreage there. So they're looking south, for example. Uh, but I think one of the trends you see right now is really a focus on Naramata kind of start to finish in terms of people who are focusing on Naramata grown fruit. And you see that not only with wineries like Fox and Archer, Moraine is an example of really focusing on more Naramata. And then a, a new winery, uh, Chain Reaction, with yep. consulting winemaker Dwight Sick, would be another example of, of really trying to focus on Naramata fruit and what Naramata yeah. does really well. And then there's, uh, and, uh, for me, there's places like Roche and De Silva doing really interesting stuff as well on the bench. There's quite a variety now. 
Yeah, and I think we talk about signature varieties, but one of the things that makes Naramata such a great place to go wine touring yeah. is, is you will find a bit of everything. Yeah. Uh, so there's definitely, in terms of different grape varieties, wine styles, something for everyone. Yeah. Jeff, always great to catch up with you uh, to get your perspective. And uh, uh, we thought it was appropriate since you live in Penticton, uh, uh, you'd come by Time Winery and have a quick chat with us. By the way, wh- where should I go in terms of breweries in Penticton? Well, there's two that come to mind immediately. Yeah. Probably my favorite that happens to be closest to my house is Cannery. Yeah. Uh, incredible uh, beer, but also incredible hospitality. Uh, it's great kind of family-owned brewery. Yeah. And also, you have to get the nachos. Yeah. And the uh, other one? Neighborhoods. Just Neighborhood. down the street from us here at Time. Okay. Uh, and that's kind of a little bit newer, but also great beer on tap there. Thanks so much for that insider info. No problem. That was Jeffrey Moss, MW and owner of Ethica Wine Marketing. That's it for today's show. Special thanks to our production team, including our on-site producer, Justin Kwan, our studio producer, Dwayne Bishop, assignment producer, Sherry Caleb, and our director of operations, Stu Ferguson. I'm Anthony Gismani, and for all of us at the show, thanks for joining us. We'll be back in our home studios of BNN Bloomberg 1410 next week in the heart of downtown Vancouver. But you can always join us across the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Until then, enjoy your weekend. That's it for today's show. This is BC Food and Wine Radio with Anthony Gismondi.